freedom 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 over fame freedom over cycle stays the same welcome first of all welcome this is unsolicited perspectives i am your host bruce anthony thank you for listening and watching wherever you get your podcast and video podcast subscribe share like comment and rate us you can find us on instagram youtube and twitch at unsolicited underscore perspectives on twitter and tiktok at unsolicited underscore per watch us live every thursday night 7 30 p.m eastern on youtube and twitch our audience continues to grow with each and every episode and i humbly thank you on today's episode, it's a sibling happy hour. I'm here with my sis, Jay Andrea. We're going to be talking about the submarine. We're going to be talking about homelessness. And we're going to be talking about a fake priest. But first things first. What up, sis? What up, brother? You sound terrible. Yeah, I'm sick again. Yo, this is starting to get a little ridiculous. But yeah. I found out why I'm getting sick. Okay. The pollen season used to be mm-hmm. April to May. Yeah, I mean, okay. That, that, was, that was the pollen season. This year, the pollen season started in February. Mm-hmm. And by doing some research, it might not end until the first week in August. So I stopped doing all my medication and everything last month. Mm-hmm. Chilling. Yeah. And I can't, can't do that. I can't do this. No. So my allergies turned into a sinus infection. Yeah, you gotta take some more vitamin C or something. Uh I put vitamin C on my face. That's not that's that's just for an even skin tone. And and listen, <laughs> even though you're sick, your skin is glowing. I'm gonna Thank put you. that out there. It is. It is. Yeah. I was talking to somebody earlier about skincare products. And mm-hmm. and she was like, I spent a ton of money on skincare products. I was like, you ain't the only one. Not nearly no. as much as her because she was using eye creams and all of the different type of stuff. I'm like, look, I probably get more than the average male, the average male, because the average mm-hmm. male will, uh, will get that three in one body wash, the shampoo, face wash and body. I'm like, no, nah, bro. No, no, no. All of those That's- all of those things need separate washes. So I asked one dude one time, I was like, what you wash your face with? Oh, dish soap. I was like, what? Dish soap like Dawn? I mean, it does cut grease out of your way. So, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) so he might be on on to something. I don't know. I just got some new products in. I got a a new uh, hyaluronic acid and some new uh, vitamin C. So, uh. Prepare to be sick of me. Rip me out the plastic. I'm about to act brand new. Look, ain't nothing wrong with taking care of yourself. Ain't nothing wrong. Every, I try to do it every Sunday, but if not every other Sunday, I do a full foot cleaning scrub type thing where I take a pumice stone and go to, and go to my feet. And yeah. other dudes be like, man, that's not manly. I'm like, no, what's not manly is when you lay it up with your significant other and they talk about, oh, your feet are so rough. Don't nobody want to yeah. be cut up on your feet and your toes? Nobody does. Nobody I does. I used to ruin plenty of bed sheets with my yeah. natural toenails. I think I lent you a pair of sheets one time because you had gotten a new larger <laughs> bed and you'd have sheets. And you gave me them back, them sheets back shredded. Mm-hmm. And I said, "What did you do? To, did J- was Jason? T- did Freddy Krueger attack you in the night? What happened?" It, it was some toes. You know what? You know what solidified that uh, I needed to take better care of my feet when I heard certain guys' toenail being so like dirty underneath the toe underneath the toenail that the toenail will fall off. Yes, like it will crack and fall off. And yes. I was like, oh, no, 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 Look, no, tell me something's going to fall off my body. You tell me that my teeth going to fall out. I'm going right. to floss. I'm going to use a water pick. I'm going to brush all the time. Don't want that. You tell me, hey, if you do this and wear this, your eyeball might pop up. I'm not going to do that. Now, I haven't heard right. nothing about eyeballs popping out, but I got to fear my eyeball popping out. Yeah. 
you do you do have a fear of that. that I got a rational fear, but I got a real fear. Because they don't pop out. I'm going to be honest. They, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, they can. Yes. It's not impossible. Right. You haven't heard of this I, thing. I forgot I what it's called. Well, there's this thing, I forgot what it's called, where it's a, a condition where your eye will bulge out. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, uh, is it something with your thyroid? Yeah, something like that. I don't want that. Okay. Well, just, you know, take care of yourself then. I mean, I don't know yeah. what to tell you. I don't yeah. know how to prevent eyeballs from popping out. <laughs> I wish I. I could give you some solid advice that's like, if you make sure not to do this. <laughs> Go your eyeball pop out, you know, but I really don't have anything for you. Yeah, I don't think. Speaking of eyeballs popping out, uh, you you heard speaking about, of eyeballs popping yeah, out. Yeah, speaking of eyeballs popping out, my eyeballs almost popped out of my head when I saw these Mormon crickets in Nevada that are swarming this area. They say it's millions of crickets. I saw it on the yeah. news. It's millions of crickets. They're all over the place. They're climbing up walls of houses. And they're like they're crickets, but they are and think of Anybody that's ever seen roaches, just an infestation of roaches in somebody's home, how they climb in the walls and stuff like that, or ants. Yeah. Like if you have an infestation of ants, that's how these crickets are dominating this town. They climbing up hospital walls on the outside, all types of stuff. It is crazy out there in Nevada. That, and you told me about this, and I, I just saw a news story on it, and they're literally everywhere. Everywhere. I mean, they are everywhere. And I mean, I mean, obviously, they're not like poisonous or anything like that. But it's gross. It's definitely well, it's, gross. It's gross. And they say that the smell is horrible. It smells like fish carcasses. Now, I don't know about mm. you guys out there, but I eat salmon every week. And you know how you got the little the skin part of the salmon? I don't think yeah. you're supposed to eat that skin part. I don't eat the skin Some part. people do. Some people do. Some I, I pull it I, off. I, yeah, I, I pull it off. But sometimes I don't throw I throw it in the trash, but sometimes I don't throw the trash out right away. And, and then you like, got that old funky you got that funky mm-hmm. smell like broccoli. You know, that's another thing. If you don't throw broccoli out right away, you're like, why your house smell like rotten broccoli? Because you got rotten broccoli in your trash. You got to throw that right. stuff out right away. But yeah. yeah, man, these crickets out there like roaches. I don't know what look. That sounds like some plague, some biblical type stuff. It sounds incredibly biblical, and I am not a fan. It's a lot of biblical stuff starting to happen. Tornadoes in in Denver killing folks. We got floods and heat waves and all types of stuff. And pollen. Pollen just out. Well, yeah, I can tell you. I can tell you right now, pollen is out. pollen Pollen just out here. It's kicking my, pollen is kicking my ass. See, I it's, it's, I take my allergy medicine every day. I don't yeah, play. Yeah. I mean, around. I take a Benadryl every night. Mm-mm. That's not yeah. that's yeah, not the same. Then. I stopped yeah, doing my Flonase. I stopped doing my twenty four uh, hour allergy medicine in the morning. I was like, I'm good. No, I'm not good. No, no. It might be a situation where you just need to take that. Take it every day from now on. <laughs> One of my friends told me. That he got, he went, he goes to BJ's, BJ's uh, super club, kind of like Costco. Yeah, the BJ's wholesale warehouse. Yeah, yeah. And he said, he said, I went to BJ's and got my my allergy medicine, the 24 hour generic. So, like Mm -hmm. Allegra, Allegra or or Claritin 24 hour. He said, I got 36 pills for like $12. I said, what? No, he said 300, excuse me, 360 pills for $12. I said, what? I was like, what type of deal is that? He said, I tell you what type of deal. I, I, this is one of them times where I'm stepping all on the joke. Yeah. Because it's so funny to me. <laughs> Hold on. Let me let me phrase it. He said, I'll tell you what type of deal that is. It's a good goddamn deal. That's what it is. Yeah, I mean, that's what I do. I get the, I get the uh, I think a CVS brand generic Zyrtec. And I get a bottle, of 365 bottle, 365 count. And it's a 24 it hour? Like, yeah. And I think it cost me like 30 bucks or something. But I get that once a year. It's worth it. It's laying right by my bed. I don't know why. I just, I, I'm taking it now every morning. I'm taking yeah. it now every morning. Got to uh, do it. Because I've been sick. I've been sick for basically a month. This sucks. Yeah. Yeah. This sucks. All right. That's enough of dilly daddling. Let's get to the summary. <laughs> Not what you think? It's not yeah, a submarine, first of all. It's a submersible. 
Well, okay. I don't know the difference. I don't know the difference either. I don't know why you jumped on it and tried know, to correct me. I don't know if there is a difference. Um, but I just know that they call it uh, a submersible and not well, a it's submarine. The Titan. It's the Titan. And it's run by the company Oshgate Expeditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and they take people down there to go look at uh, the Titanic. Yes. Uh, and these people, was five people that went down there, including the CEO. And uh, it looked like they ain't coming back up. They are not coming back up. They yeah, found uh, debris, debris on the ocean floor today. And what they assume happened is that it either imploded or exploded. Um, about The assumption and- is imploding. That it the assumption is yeah. that it imploded about an it, it, about an hour and forty five minutes into its thirteen thousand foot dive. So um, they have not recovered any bodies. I don't know. If I don't there know was if you would with that type of pressure. To, that's yeah. That's a, I, that's a lot of pressure on the body. Yeah. I mean, the body would be crushed. That and you know predation from fish and yeah. various. Sharks and all other kinds of swimmables. Um, there, there's been a lot of jokes on these people, and I don't think it's I don't think it's right to joke because we knew we knew that they were pretty much gone a couple of days ago mm-hmm. when they were talking yeah. about if they are down there they're running out of oxygen. We knew that they yeah. were going to pass it. So because apparently I they thought- only had about four days of worth of oxygen, but the Coast Guard. Or the Navy actually said that they heard something that could be an implosion or an explosion um, around that area, but it was inconclusive. So they just kept continued the search, running on the assumption that they were all still alive. So, no, look, yeah, they weren't. And some of these memes and jokes, while funny, extremely distasteful. Yeah, funny, I mean, the uh, <laughs> but distasteful. I mean, the only thing, I think the only thing that gets me, ordinarily, I guess I wouldn't, not that I wouldn't care, but ordinarily, I guess I wouldn't feel some type of way about it. It's just that one of the quote unquote explorers who went down there brought well, he his- roll their eyes. They was exploring. They was exploring. Teen- but he brought his teenage son with him. So there and was a young- his teenage son didn't really want to go. His teenage son went- because he was like, I guess this would be a bonding experience. Which, yeah. by the way, I wouldn't mind having a dad that just got an extra $250,000 to throw away for, just to go for a bonding experience to go see Five, the Titanic. 500000 because well, he no. had to pay for he, two tickets. Right. So he had yeah. the two fifty for him and he said, hey, yeah. son, you want to go? Not really. Well, come on. It could be a bonding experience. A bonding experience is going camping. A bonding yeah. experience is going for, you know, going playing catch. It's doing, trust, it's, it's, it's doing trust falls. Doing trust falls. He yeah. he had a two hundred and fifty or five hundred thousand dollar bonding experience. So, right. and then people were getting into their pockets saying, "Who would spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on this and that?" Look, somebody who's got it, right? And I asked somebody who said that to me earlier, like, "I can imagine spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars." I said, "You you wouldn't spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on anything." And then they said, well, to go into space, I said, it's the same goddamn thing, right? Yeah. Going into space, going down below. Like, we know more about space than we actually do about the ocean. But you could die in space. And guess what? I don't want to be in a rocket ship and die in space. That's my ultimate fear. It's an irrational fear. That's your ultimate fear, being Uh, in a rocket ship and dying in space. Well, it's I'm I'm being hyperb. Hyperbolic? Hyperbolic. Yeah, hyperbolic. Thank you for correcting me. I'm sick, so we're going to excuse my misenunciations. I'm going to roll by it. I'm going to roll by it. I'm going to roll right on by it. I think my fear, space-related, is we're on a space walk, and my tether snaps, and I just go floating out. That's what I'm talking about. That's... But I'm not in, not that I'm on a spaceship and it blows up or something like that. But just that I just end up floating out into space. That's what I'm talking about. Floating, yeah, like yeah. When, I don't, I never saw that movie. Some movie with Sandra Bullock. Yeah, I didn't was, see yeah, it either. Because yeah, again, I don't mess with space like that. No, I don't mess with space like that. I'm not. Look, Thanos is out there, um, and ain't nothing good came from messing with Thanos. 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there. A lot of stuff uh, that we don't uh, know about. Asteroids, meteors. Uh, the sun is out there. That's pretty hot. So well, that, I, so I hear multiple um, suns because a sun is a star. So there are billions of stars out there in outer space. But the stars are not suns. Yes, stars are suns. We're not going to do this. Stars are not suns. The sun is a star, but a star is not a sun. You want to look this up right now? We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not getting into this. We're talking about the submersible. Who got a C in astronomy in college? You got a C. You got a C. That's my point. You got a C. It was passing. Hold up, ladies and gentlemen. My sister is looking up. Is a you sun know is a I'm star. looking at that. The it, it, sun it, is a star. Right. There are a lot of stars in the universe, but the right. sun is the closest one to their blah, 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 blah. Is a st- are stars and suns the same thing? Yeah, she's trying to brush past it. Go ahead and no, say what I'm, it is. I'm trying to find one of them that actually answers my question. It keeps saying the sun is a star at the center. I know that the sun is a star, but not every star is a sun. That's what I'm trying to determine. I'm pretty sure that every star is, every star is a sun. Ah, it says right here, namely, every sun is a star, but not every star is a sun. A sun, the sun is larger and a lot brighter than most stars. Where you get that information from? What's the I source? I don't know. Telescopes. Yes, nah, nah, I don't trust no telescopes.com. Well, let's, let's do, let's do nah, astronomy.com. No, nah, I might be wrong on this one. And we detouring from the submaranus, which you call I it said, again. It's a submersible. And that's why yeah. I said we're not doing this. <laughs> we're not there. You, you, you told me to keep an eye on time. And then what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> okay. You provoke me and I don't yeah, like I- it. Well, because you know that's how we are in our family. We'll we'll start an argument, and thank God for Google, because yeah. back in the day, the arguments would just go round and round and round. Because we didn't have Encyclopedia Britannica. I think we had one book. I think Ooh, we yeah. had the D's, the D through E's. Randomly, we just we might have got that for free, and then if we right. liked it, we would buy the whole set, and nobody ever bought the set. So, so youngins out there listening. To the podcast, Google wasn't always a thing. Sometimes you like did not exist. You had to yeah, go to you, you had to go to a special building, right? It's filled with these these manuscripts called books, and you would have to <laughs> use what was called the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> to locate a particular book that would give you the answers. It was an hour long process, sometimes longer. hours, hours, because not only yeah. did you have to find the book that would answer the question for you, you had to skim through the book mm-hmm. to get the answer. But most of the time, you would just go to the back of the book and look at the index and look up the word that you was trying to find in the book and then flip to those pages to read those individual pages. Life was hard. It was hard. It was hot. Times was hard out here. Not as hard yeah. as that implosion in that uh, submersive. Yeah, it's a submersible. But, um, <laughs> you know, the, the crazy thing is that for years, people have been warning Ocean Gate and mm-hmm. particularly its CEO about what could possibly happen and because I believe they skipped some you know, common safety checks or safety protocols. Um, they basically went to Home Depot and built that thing. They didn't go to, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. They didn't go to Home Depot. They didn't do that. Um, it was close. Some like it. It was not, they didn't take, they went to Lowe's. They, they didn't take all the precautions. <laughs> no, Let me tell you, didn't. they definitely didn't uh, build it did. to last. But no, but they've done like several successful trips down there, though. They've been in yeah. operation for years. Yeah, for for two years. Yeah, I think they started doing trips well, in 2021. Well, that's and years. I don't know how many. Yeah, I don't know how many trips they did. But, you know, it's a, everybody was saying, hey, it's only a amount of this. Is, it's only a amount of time. 
Well, they had Where? me lost when they went, was they went down there with that Nintendo sixty four controller. I, I like, did not. See, I have heard of this controller. I have not seen this controller. It was Nintendo. It was Nintendo sixty four controller. Is what you use to play Goldeneye. That's what they went down there to control this submersive. That's what you call it, right? Submersive. A submersible. Yeah, well, I like submersive. That's close. Better. Yeah, I mean, it's close. It's not. You're not far off from. Uh, yeah, from there's going to be some lawsuits. Yeah, for be some sure. Losses. For sure. I mean, um, these are very rich businessmen uh, with families. So, um, yeah, there's going to be some. There's definitely going to be some lawsuits, especially because letters were written to the company years ago, warning of possible catastrophic problems with the design of the Titan. So if they were aware of it beforehand, I mean, I'm sure you signed some waiver, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, they signed. They said that there was a waiver that they signed and death was on the first page three times. Yeah. So, so you, they knew aware. they could die. Yeah. You yeah. Know, look. But you think, hey, this company has been operating and doing these dives. One of the um, people on one of the five who were lost, he'd done like 35 dives to the Titanic. Why you want to pay a quarter of a million dollars to do something you've already done 35 other times? I don't know. I don't know what else there is new to see. Uh, What is it that you're trying to find down there? I saw Titanic once and I didn't need... To see it again. Titanic low-key is a comedy. We're not doing this, okay? okay. You told me. <laughs> real quick, real quick, give me the synopsis of what you're talking about. Because I, I would like to hear this. When the boat, when the boat flip up. Uh-huh. And the people trying to hold on, and they can't really hold on, and they fall in, but they're hitting the rails as they go down. It's, it yeah. seemed like it seemed like some Three Stooges type thing when they was hitting the rails and then falling off to the water. I was in the movie okay. theater with my girlfriend and my high school girlfriend at the time. Everybody was crying. I thought it was hilarious. Okay, so you're just a degenerate. I thought you meant yeah. the story itself. There was something hilarious about Rose and the cheating. And I mean, the- Rose was a hoe. Yeah. And, and it's she, funny how women uh, excuse the fact that she cheated. Oh, he was a horrible man. She could have left. Well, her mother, no, she could have left. She decided to cheat. She a hoe. Let's just call it what it is. Stop making yeah. excuses. Women are quick to make excuses for themselves, but they didn't call a man. Yeah, see, the man didn't have to cheat. He didn't have to do it like that. She shot him in the leg. Why can't he cheat if she shot him in the leg? I'm just talking hypotheticals. This was no particular scene in any movies. But I'm right. just saying. It has to be those type of extremes. Women won't yeah. give men a pass, but they give themselves a pass all the time. I was wondering. I was like, rant. I don't remember her shooting him in the leg, but uh, no, she didn't. Yeah. yeah, I was just talking hypotheticals. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you know, very sad. I think, it is even sad. though I think, uh, even though people were kind of holding out hope, maybe that they were still alive is, yeah, we're pretty much sure at this point that they. They did not survive this, so very oh, sad. Oh no, this is a guarantee. They didn't. They, they yeah. definitely. I mean, they, fa- they no, they found pieces yeah, of the ship. They, yeah, they are not I mean, in that. If anything, they're not in the ship anymore. No. Uh, and at and that, that depth, they're definitely not here. They're and unless they, they are Atlanteans, they ain't survived that. Unless, Aquaman does not walk through that door, ladies and gentlemen. Unless the the what is it was my man from uh, Black Panther. A Namor. Unless Namor found them and or the Little Mermaid, <laughs> I mean, probably not. Probably, yeah, probably are, not gonna gone, But uh, you is... know, bless their souls. Sorry for yeah. the losses, and yeah. people need to stop being. I know we crack some jokes, but like this yeah. isn't a funny thing. Some people died, and they, yeah. and all they wanted to do was do something that was enjoyable to them, and that's yeah. sad to see some people go. And it's. Uh... You know, people make jokes because they're extremely rich people and you feel like, well, extremely rich people um, kind of deny them a little bit of humanity just because they're extremely rich and can drop a quarter of a mil on a submersible trip. But like, let's be dead ass honest. If a quarter of a million dollars was like spending $200 to us, 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff that I would do. If People I go had scuba diving and snorkeling of, all the damn time for right. $35, $50. And you could right. die. You can't die. die. You could yeah. die. You could. Something could happen. That tank could blow up. Mm-hmm. Get, you get stuck on a coral reef. A shark could come and get you. A lot you of things. St- a jellyfish can sting you. Yeah. Steve Irwin, a damn uh, stingray, stung right. him through the chest. You never know. Never you never know. damn know. And so the moral of the story is don't mess with nature. That's what I, I don't do it. I'll be home. I'm in the house where I belong. So, Jay, you sent me an article talking about homelessness. And I'm yeah. going to let you take the lead on here because, ladies and gentlemen, my sister says that I hog up all the talk time. No, that's incorrect. I dissociate halfway through our show. <laughs> right. And that's why. And somebody's got to keep the conversation going. I got to bring you back and keep the conversation going. And then I'm and I'm like, Jay, at the beginning of it, I'm like, Jay, I want to keep these shows between 45 yeah. and max 60 minutes. And and it's like, okay, we will. And you'll never follow the clock. That first segment went 25 minutes. Yeah, but you know what? How many times did I say, <laughs> did I try to keep you back on track? How many times did I try to get you back on track? All right, so, well, we're d- detouring right now. Let's talk about homelessness and, in America. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got a lot to say about this. So I'm going to let you take the charge on good, that one. Good luck in keeping this 15 minutes because I don't know. Uh, so, right, we can go 20 minutes on this segment. So... <laughs> Because now, now the pressure's on, and now- if you can't get everything that you need to say in twenty minutes, I don't know what to tell you, Jay. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to you. Like, come on now, this is a twenty-minute segment. So I read an article earlier this month. Vox had done some reporting on a federal court ruling that had really significant impact on homeless individuals and the communities around them. That is probably very little is known about this, except probably for most city officials who are tackling the issue of homelessness um, and communities dealing with a large homeless population. But um, it was a federal court decision known as Martin B. Boise. In 2009, Robert Martin and a group of homeless residents in Boise, Idaho, sued the city. They argued that receiving police citations for violating local camping bans, violated their constitutional rights. And in 2018, the Ninth Circuit Court agreed and ruled that persecuting homeless individuals for sleeping or camping on public property when they had nowhere else to go was cruel and unusual punishment under the Eighth Amendment. The court stated that as long as there are no indoor sleeping options available, the government can't criminalize homeless people for sleeping outdoors on public property. So what had happened to Robert Martin and um, and the uh, group of homeless residents who brought this case up was they had been subject to sweeps of these tent encampments that they lived in or at, or if they were sleeping in parks or sleeping on the streets or in abandoned buildings, they received citations and were found guilty and uh, of these city ordinances, right? So the problem is there's nowhere for them to go. <laughs> there, the issue of of uh, unsheltered homelessness, which forty percent of all homeless people in the country are unsheltered homeless, mm. meaning they sleep outside and mm-hmm. in places that aren't meant for, aren't meant to be lived in, right? Park benches under bridges. Any, in the woods, anywhere yes. that they can find a place to sleep. Exactly. Yeah. And this is mainly due to a lack of affordable housing and the closing of shelters in many communities. It's a problem here uh, in Atlanta where they're closing missions, they're closing shelters while steadily uh, homelessness is increasing or there's a rise. On the rise. And, yeah. It's on the rise, especially in the, within the last decade is mm. a sharp increase in homelessness and uh, particularly unsheltered homelessness and a rise. Rent is too damn too high. Damn high. And it don't make no damn sense. Rent is too damn high. They keep 
I know here in Atlanta, they're closing, they're closing hospitals, they're closing missions, they're closing shelters. uh, I think within like a mile of me, there's maybe one mission and it's for women and children. Hmm. Um, But there are are within a mile of me, because I I live in a low income area, very close to downtown uh, Atlanta, there are several tent encampments uh, for unsheltered homeless people. Um, So the National Law Center on Homelessness and Poverty, which filed the case in 2009, believes that the decision is crucial for encouraging cities to propose constructive alternatives to homelessness. So their end goal is to end homelessness through housing, right? Which is the most effective way. And it saves taxpayer dollars because you have some cities who, um, because of this decision, you know, they feel like they're forced between a rock and a hard place, right? They are prohibited for forcing unsheltered homeless people out of public spaces because they lack alternatives, but they also lack the funding to keep up with the housing needs of growing un, of the growing unhoused population. You also have city residents and business owners that are filing lawsuits against cities for allowing these tent encampments, stating that they're a threat to public health and safety, but they're getting shot down by federal court judges, citing Martin v. Boise. But advocates are still saying that instead, of, the whole point of this And the whole point of Martin v. Boise is to disrupt the criminalization of homelessness. Mm -hmm. And that leaders should be looking to invest more in more solutions like affordable housing and sheltering options, shelter options that offer people more privacy. So it's just an interesting little thing that's going on. And I, it, it really hit home for me because I drive past just on my way home from the grocery store anywhere. I drive past several tent encampments. Um, and we have a very large unsheltered homeless population. We have a large sheltered homeless population, but also a very large unsheltered homeless population here in Atlanta. Um, But you see this a lot really in like Western, in the Western U.S., particularly California has a huge unsheltered homeless population. Um, But there are also a lot of uh, court cases that are referencing this decision in Virginia, Ohio, Missouri, um, Florida, Texas, New York, Hawaii. So it's it's really has really far reaching consequences. across the nation. So in the early 2000s here in DC, I think they closed, they closed, uh, I think a mental hospital and a couple of, um, Mm -hmm. shelters all at the same time and homeless, the homelessness in in this area, which was already kind of rough went, it went crazy. It was like two thousand one, two, three, four, yeah, five, that. somewhere in the, right, around that time. Yeah, I remember and that. The homelessness in DC is still pretty crazy. I, I, I don't know what the answer is to to this problem. Uh, one homelessness. I don't know what the answer is to this problem. One thing that they can do in places like New York City, where uh, retail, real estate, resident, residential retail, no. Corporate retail, corporate, corporate offices. Mm-hmm. People aren't going back to the offices to work. They could right. turn a lot of those buildings into. There's so much real know, estate. Yeah, there's so um, much real estate that th- can be. There's used. a lot of that in in here in DC. A lot of people aren't working in offices. A lot of people mm-hmm. are doing remotely now, and so they can convert a lot of these buildings into um, places where homeless can live. My only thing is I also feel for those business owners because nobody wants to go where there's a whole bunch of homeless people. Yeah. Nobody wants to go shop or go eat where there's a whole bunch of homeless people. Homeless people. Yeah. You worry about uh, the, you worry about safety. Yeah. Safety for the public. Yeah. And it's not like homeless people. Like I've never had a situation with homeless people like bothering me, like where I felt Mm -hmm. physically threatened. I'm also a male. Um, 
So there's that aspect of it. And there are situations where homeless people are threatening. Mm-hmm. But like, where are these people supposed to go? But at the same time, like you can't just be in a populated area where people go all the time. So they've been trying to do, I read an article, these um, these encampments, like in certain parts of right. the city for these people. But it's also kind of segregating these people and yeah. turning a blind eye to them. It's kind of like out of sight, out of mind. So you're not really solving the problem. Yeah, it's you not can a sweep, permanent solution. Yeah. You can sweep all your toys and everything underneath your bed, but you still didn't clean your room. Right. So I really don't know what the answer is. But to, but I can tell you the way we respond or treat homeless people, like a lot of the times, it's not their fault. In no. San Francisco, where there's a huge homelessness problem, it's because the housing market is absolutely ridiculous and yes. nobody can afford to live there. Even people that are making six figures are just like, yo, I live out of my car because the housing is too, is too crazy out here. Mm-hmm. So I think the problem is, well, it's obviously systemic. And one, we need to do a better job of regulating mortgages and how companies are buying up property. There was a lot of private companies that were buying up homes uh, during the pandemic, and now they're using them for rent, but now they can set the market and rent is ridiculous now. Mm-hmm. So they're driving people like, where do you where do you live? I know in my building, my lease is going to be coming up for renewal pretty soon, and I'm just going to stay because it's going to cost me too much money to, to leave. So it doesn't matter how much they increase my rent, it's not going to be more than the cost of me moving. Right. Um, so, it, but like if I, luckily I have a family and I have a good job and things of that nature, but if I fell on hard times and I was alone, just like that, you could be homeless. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. It doesn't take much. One, one or two bad decisions away. Or, or sometimes or, not even or, bad decisions. Or unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances away yeah. from being unhoused. Yeah, I mean, the answer is... I know, I keep saying homeless and it's unhoused. I apologize well, to all the homeless people out there if you're well, listening to the show. Well, it's funny because I um, I go back and forth depending on what I'm talking about. But I know for homeless or unhoused people, um, I don't know that they really particularly care about what language you use. I would love, I would love to take a poll. <laughs> I love to be like, yeah. excuse me, <laughs> sir, madam, do you mind being called homeless or unhoused? Which one do you prefer? I would prefer to not be either one. So that would be, <laughs> right. that, that's sweet, you know. <laughs> but I mean, the answer is really, is for, especially in cities where this is a real problem, is not to penalize, you know, or displace homeless people um is not to push them out or to push them into one place um like these managed tent uh, uh camping sites or criminalize um, it i i hate to do it i hate to do it but i have to cuz i read this article and the article specifically pointed out conservative states are s- extremely penalizing homeless unhoused people for being homeless or unhoused. Right. Like they're not trying to really find any housing and they're trying to find every way they can around this Martin rule. Yes. Why? Why? Conservatives, I I just have an honest question. Why do you not care about anything else but yourself? I'm just curious. Why do you hate America? mm. (laughs) Why? Why do you not not want it to be better? Why do you they, not want America to work for every American? Hmm. Hmm. Why? Hmm. What's wrong? What's wrong with that? Because it's not going to yeah. take anything away from you. It's, it's truly not. not to build affordable housing and shelter alternatives. Is not going to take away, but you will have people when they propose building affordable housing or building shelters. You will have people show up to those city council meetings in opposition of that. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, well, what's the alternative? Well, their their push is to push homeless individuals out of the city by punishing them. Yeah. Um, 
But that's not, that is not a solution. The only solution is affordable housing and shelter alternatives. That is the solution. And really making a concerted effort to prioritize funding those initiatives. That's the solution. They would look at that as some type of uh, socialism. Why don't you just, they should just pull themselves by the bootstrap. As my man, Martin Luther King says, it's pretty hard to pull yourself by the bootstraps if you don't have no boots. Yeah. I mean, what, ex- what address are you supposed to put on that job application? That's something I always thought about. I was like, damn, if I was homeless or unhoused, like, what would I do? Like, I could get a job at McDonald's or something like that, but like, how would I know that I got the job? Right. Right. Uh, you know, it's like, can you hire me right now today? Because I don't, I, uh, you can yell out the window. Maybe I'll just stick around to see if I got accepted for the job or whatever. Right. But then after that, it's like. Because there's no pay phones anymore where you can give them the phone number to the pay phone, like Mo Money. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he just basically hung around that pay phone to see if they called about the job. I mean, but yeah. those y'all, don't exist. If y'all don't know about Mo Money, it stars Damon Wayans and Marlon Wayans. And Damon Wayans, is, they're, they're, they're petty con artists and thieves. Mm-hmm. And Damon Wayans wants to turn his life around and get this job only because he found a pretty girl. The pretty girl ended up being um, one of the worst people on the face of this earth in real life. Um, <laughs> She's Candace trying Owens. to change. Stacey nah, Dash is trying to change. Look, I've been in love with Stacey Dash since the movie Moving with Richard Pryor and King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy didn't really star in the movie. He was just in the movie. Yeah. Uh, but uh, she broke my heart. She broke my heart. See, yeah. you did this segment in 20 minutes. You got anything else you want to say about this? No, that was it. Thank you. See, look, look, we got it done in 20 minutes. See that, folks? We can <laughs> give you information in timely fashion and with a whole lot of jokes Um, but you know, not everything's got to be about jokes. Sometimes we talk about serious stuff. This is a serious subject. I don't know what the answer is. My sister says affordable housing. I don't even know how we go about creating affordable housing. I think that's it. There is, there is so much real estate. There's so much real estate. You're talking about building, you're talking about building more housing. No, there, there is so much existing real estate that is not being used that the city could use to create affordable housing. That would be like a really extremely nice uh, developer because they're not going to make any money off of that. They would just be doing that at the kindness of their heart. No, they would be making the money. The city is paying for it. This is taxpayer money. The city ain't got no money. The city got money. Sometimes the city ain't got no money. Because Atlanta just allocated like $700 million to different infrastructure initiatives. I don't know. I didn't read the whole article. So the city's got money. Some the cities money got exists. Money. Some cities got money. DC ain't got no money. Well, DC got a little bit of money, but not a whole lot of money. But you I know, their budget, got, I bet you they got budget is controlled by Congress. And, uh, and if you think about you know, pulling funding from other places where like, oh, I don't know, the militarization of the police yeah, you. I mean, which yeah. has billion dollar annual funding? Why don't I mean, you I still want that? the police, but they ain't got to have all the stuff. They, they don't. Out here. They're they out here. There are plenty of other countries where the police are not militarized in the way that they are in this country, and they're perfectly safe. When we say militarized, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about they out here looking like soldiers. Yes. You don't need the police to be like soldiers. No. This ain't the '80s where everybody got AKs and Uzis. Kids is out here just using regular handguns now. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, they're not. <laughs> kids, just, kids just using just regular handguns. They're using ghost guns now. That's the scary thing. Those things are undetectable. But anyway, homelessness in America. Let's do better. Sure. All right, Jay, this last, uh, this last story, I thought... Was entertaining. It's not funny. But it's it not. Is. It's really, really terrible. It's not and funny, also trash. But it is. Yeah. All right. So the Department of Labor launched an investigation into Takira Galbaldi. It's a restaurant. And, Takeria. Uh, Takeria. Takira. And now that's a girl I used to know in high school. Oh, that's a completely I, Shakira different. Shakira must have been on my mind. You know, she <laughs> aged. Shakira aged real well. I look. She that, I haven't seen her recently. I mean, every time you see her, she look good. Uh, yeah. Anyway, 
Anyway, in 2021, after receiving a complaint from an employee, uh, the Department of Labor launched an investigation into this restaurant. Mm-hmm. The department found several violations of Free Labor Standards Act, which regulates minimum wage, overtime pay, record keeping, and child labor standards. The department also found that the restaurant train tried to obstruct the investigation by instructing employees to lie to investigators, fabricate timesheets, and prohibit employees from using their usual digital audio, uh, attendance tracker. The department also found that the restaurant train, now, this is what I found really funny. The department also found that the restaurant chain hired a fake priest (laughs) to intimidate and manipulate employees into confessing any any wrongdoings or complaints that they had about the employer. The department said- This is a Mexican restaurant. I I believe it's a Mexican restaurant. It's a Mexican restaurant, yes. And so as as we all know, a lot of Latinos are Catholic. And Catholics are sitting, mom, our mom is Catholic. Catholic. Yes. Our mom is Catholic and is serious about confession. I'm like, no, you just talk to God. No, you can't. Yes. No, you can't. They are completely serious about this and would, and they offered confession during work hours to employees, but the priest was fake. He was undercover. Um, and the only thing he ever asked them to confess was any wrongdoing that they did on the job. Or complaints about the employer. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Department of Labor filed a lawsuit against the restaurant and its, own, and its three owners and operators in 2019 seeking back pay, liquidated damages, civil penalties, and an injunction relief for their affected employees. Basically, they, they, the lawsuit was finalized on June 8th of this year. Um, and they they were awarded one hundred and forty thousand, as well as an extra five thousand for civil penalties. But that's supposed to be divided on the thirty five employees. So basically, the employees didn't get that much. No, but it, it highlighted the unfair business practices of this place, and it penalized the employer. So even though the employees didn't get that much, the employer still has to pay out this money. So yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, I'm trying to do the math real fast of what the employees got. And well, no, actually, the employees probably got about close to twenty thousand. Yeah, they got a couple. They got a, a little. They got, they got a little they, something. They, yeah, got, they a got close something. to twenty thousand. Did I get that right? Hold no, on, I don't math, know. Lady, you math, know, ladies and gentlemen, it's not my strong suit. It's Women, not. That's the, fourteen. That's hundred forty thousand divided yeah. by thirty-five. No, I was dead wrong. It's about four grand a piece. Yeah, yeah. I, I, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sick. That's the reason why I did the math all wrong. But yeah, I found I, this funny. But the way that I agreed with you, right? And you was just like, "Yeah, yeah no, I don't know." Yeah, they got a yeah, they did. They definitely no, got a little bit. Four wow. grand. This, this is not a lot. But no. th- I just found this. I mean, it's not funny because what they did to these people is absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they hired a fake priest. Like and I don't think you could ever get me convince me to be a fake priest because I feel like that's just automatic going to hell. I don't even think you can ask for forgiveness from that. I think that you just immediately, if you portray a fake priest, yeah, and it's not for like a movie or something like that, you're doing a fake priest to, to straight, do straight evil. to hell. Yeah, I just yeah. feel like you go straight to hell. Yeah. Um, I feel like um, if you hire somebody to be a fake priest, that you automatically that's, go straight to hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, automatic. That's automatic. You don't pass go. Don't collect two hundred dollars. You're going to but, hell with gasoline draws on because because why? Because really, you gonna use the Lord, the Lord to catch to potentially entrap your employees. Wow. So there was also some other stuff about the um, about this case, and then a lot of them. A lot of the employees were like their immigration status is, eh, I don't know. So the employees were, the employers were kind of abusive and, and would tell them, hey, mm-hmm. you can't say nothing. You can't say nothing. They would take their tips and pay them to the managers as opposed to the people actually getting their tips. Mm-hmm. Um, threaten them with, hey, we'll take you to immigration. You get you get deported, all types of stuff. Like, well, the, it, the, the, the jacked up thing about this country, it really doesn't matter what your immigration status is. The threat alone can tie you mm-hmm. up 
yeah. with uh, immigration for a very long time. And even if your immigration status is legit, you can still end up getting deported just because our system is just so trash. Yeah. Yeah. If y'all so, want to learn more about immigration, look, listen to my interview with Tamina Watson. She's an immigration very lawyer. Good interview. I, have a, I have a whole interview that teaches, that tells you about immigration. Uh, if you want to learn, some people don't want to learn. I'm about to detour. This story was funny, but not funny, whatever. But I am going detour. Okay. The trolls in social media are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I swear they either don't listen to what we're saying. It's okay to disagree. I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with me. I'm not one of those type of people that thinks that they're always right. right. I don't think I'm right. Well, if I speak on it passionately, I know I'm right. Mm-hmm. But I'm also willing to be shown if I'm wrong. Right. I always leave that open because I'm always like trying to expand my thought process. Like I, I'm never going to be so stand on my ground and I won't listen to another person's opinion if it's an intelligent opinion. Mm-hmm. I had somebody today give me, and I know they, they might listen to this, and, and yeah, I'm throwing you under the bus. Give me an article today. That said, hey, did you see this uh, this five minute YouTube video uh, about how we might be in a simulation? I was like, what are you talking about? And it was like, yeah, they said it was about these protons, and they did this study, and the protons, when they knew they were being monitored, acted a certain way, and when they knew they weren't being monitored, didn't act a certain way. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Where'd you get this from? Oh, it was on YouTube. Okay, where'd you get this from? Like, what's the source? So they sent me the source on YouTube. And I was, I'm looking for, first of all, it's not five minutes, it's 20 minutes. So <laughs> they didn't they watch watched, the whole thing. They watched it for five minutes. Yes. They watched it for five minutes. And, and I was like, oh, okay, so you didn't even get all the information from this. That's mm-hmm. number one. Number two, yes, my first major in college was journalism. There are certain standards that you have to have before you publish an article, before you report on something, Right. So I'm looking at any citations of where they credit information that they divulge in the video mm-hmm. uh, in the descriptions. And there's nothing there. Right. Because right? it's not it's not because it's unreasonable and it's ridiculous. Well, it, but they're not given opinion based information. If you're giving opinion based information, you can cite stuff if you want to. But it's your opinion. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of opinion. I'll cite stuff when I need to cite stuff, but it's opinion based. If we're giving factual information, we come with receipts. This is where we got right. it from. This is, yes. this is who's reporting it, this and that. So I go through and I'm like, oh, there's one name that I see that's in the descriptions. So I was like, let me look up this one name and see who they are. I look up that one name and it's a science fiction writer. And mm-hmm. so I'm like, oh, this is some L. Ron Hubbard shit. Excuse yeah. my language, ladies and gentlemen, but if y'all don't know who L. Ron Hubbard is, he's basically the father of Scientology. And I'm not going to knock Scientology because as crazy as Scientology sounds, all religion sounds crazy. If that's what you want to believe, cool. Believe in it. Um, well, religion is a cult. so All religion is a cult. Yeah, if you look up the definition of cult, yeah. it's, it's people, religion. People people jump up and down like Christianity is in the cult. Yeah, it started as a cult. Yeah, it was cult. one man and twelve disciples. No, it's just it's just a cult. It's what it is. That's I mean, it started it was one man in a group. It was one man yeah. in a group. That's that's how it started. That's called a cult. That isn't even how it started. Jesus was just preaching to Jews on how to be better Jews. And we took it and was like, I hear what you're saying. I'm going to change the whole thing. We're going to call right. it something new. We're right. not going to celebrate any of the, of the uh, religious holidays you celebrate. We're going to make up some new ones. Like it was just a complete departure. Yeah. <laughs> from, yeah. But I digress. So if if y'all see a comment under our uh, Instagram or YouTube post. First of all, if it's derogatory or just hateful, I take it down. Like I'm mm-hmm. not gonna, I'm not gonna have that stuff on there. Yeah. If it's divisive, without crediting anything, and it's just saying some stuff, I was like, and you didn't pay attention, I'm not gonna respond to it. And for those clickbait bots that are trying to get a rise out of me, you're not because I'm kind of. 
what's the word that I want to use that doesn't make me sound pompous? I know I'm more intelligent than you, so I just don't give any weight to what you're saying to me. Not to mention the fact that I'm a black woman in America. A bot on the internet is just not enough to get a rise out of me. It's just it's, it's really not. <laughs> I live as a black woman in America. Yeah. You, you know really what? think your Twitter fingers are bothering me? Not at Baby. all. And my sister, my sister got a harder shell than me. If y'all, if y'all ain't hitting me, y'all damn sure ain't hitting her. So I just don't get it. If you don't like, if you don't like what we put out, hey, you ain't gotta watch it. Keep scrolling. Keep scrolling. Click on useless the next comment. Thing. Useless comments don't do don't do anything. P- criticism, I don't have any problem with constructive criticism. Yes. I will accept that all day long. If you yeah, got we ideas, want the show to get better, so we definitely are open for to constructive criticism. I, look, I played sports. I got yelled at. Plus, we grew up in our own household where. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in our own household. Uh, look, let me tell you something. People think my friends joke on me and they're like, oh, you mad. I'm like, look, send me something. Nothing is worse as the cutthroat house that we, I grew up in. <laughs> Thank you. One of my friends still to this day talks about how when he would come over to visit uh, right after college, how dad would be like, hmm. Poke his stomach. Hmm, looks like you gained some weight there. Mm-hmm. And he said, and he said, that really hurt my feelings. I was like, that hurt your feelings? I was like, bro, you couldn't live in this house. No. That's that's an everyday occurrence yeah. from everybody. You go get it in this house. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was just my little two cent rant. Yeah. But we definitely like uh comments. Yeah. yeah, and if you don't agree with us, yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah. let us know, you know, and I mean, that's not going to change our position, but it's not going to change your position. Sometimes, sometimes people hit me with something. And I'm like, oh yeah, I never thought of it like that. You're stubborn. You don't, you don't, you stay firm in what you believe. And I believe won't. what I believe. Uh, right. No, but I don't think I'm stubborn. I think that I, huh? You want to, you want to rephrase that? I don't think I'm stubborn. I think I believe what I believe and I know what I know, but if you give me some new information that I didn't know, then I'm open to changing. My my is position the sun a star? on the sun is a star, but not all stars are suns. You still ain't proven to me that period. it's not the case. <laughs> period. I mean, that's just it's just period. The sky is not full of little tiny suns. Look, Neil deGrasse Tyson, this is an invitation to come on the show and break down stars I and suns. I would love it. I would Look, love it. And I, I let me tell you, if Neil deGrasse Tyson tells me the stars are suns and suns are stars, then we, I, I'm about to fight with Neil deGrasse Tyson because <laughs> I refuse. Oh, oh, but you're not stubborn. Okay, are, I stand corrected. Are, yeah, right. <laughs> I will argue over that with Neil. Yes, the sun is a star, but not all stars are suns. All suns okay. are stars. And you would argue with Neil deGrasse Tyson. I would argue. That. I would. I would okay. have a full on argument. So I proved my point. I will verbally okay. accost <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson over right. this because that is just the truth. All right. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Remember, share, like, comment. Watch us on YouTube. Our YouTube following is growing. I want it to keep growing. Like I said, we got a lot of stuff. We got a lot of videos. And if you don't want to watch the whole episode, we have shorts. We have clips. There's something for everybody. There's something for everybody. And we talk about everything. So there's something for everybody. So share, comment, like, all that good stuff. Jay, what do you want to tell the people out there? You stubborn as hell. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying if you write, it's okay to be stubborn. But you ain't right all the time. But that's, that's okay. I Just mean, tell people out there I'm right about I'm right about the sun being a star, but not all stars being suns. I'm right about that. I'll tell okay. you that. I'll tell what you that you right tell now and today. What do you, what do you want to tell? I'll, I'll tell the people this. I know a little bit about astronomy, and the sun is a star, and not all stars are suns, and that is just point blank period also pluto you are a planet and i <laughs> i refuse 
to let people tell you just because you're small that you're not a planet. You are a planet, and I'm including you in our solar system as one of the nine planets in our solar system. And we need to bring Pluto. Pluto needs to be. What was the point of taking Pluto out of the fold anyway? I, I don't Who know. Who is this you, hurt? Who is this hurting? Who is this helping? You going, going on a rant right now? You going on a rant? But I'm, I'm gonna let it go. All right. Because yeah, who, who was it hurting? Pluto. Only about Pluto. But suns and stars and stars and suns. I ain't, we ain't gonna agree on that. But Pluto, I agree with you on Pluto. Yeah. Because I don't just know who did it hurt? Who did it hurt to just leave him in? I don't know. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. And on that note, I'll holler. Thank you for listening to Unsolicited Perspectives with Bruce Anthony. Please subscribe, like, comment, share, and donate. Donations help us keep giving you this free content each and every week. Until next time, Audi 5000. Peace.